0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number forty-five. My name is Josh Toll, and I am joined by my good friend, as always, Brett Roberts, and our AI companion, Hbot. Hello, Brett. Hello, Hbot. Welcome to Hapticast. Hello, Josh. Hello, How are H-Bot. you?
1: How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good.
0: I'm doing good as well because today we kind of have a special episode for everybody. Uh, We've talked about them a lot on our podcast. Uh, We've shouted them out a lot. They've supported our channel, vice versa. We interact with them on Twitter all the time. Uh, And they're just all around great, nerdy gamer people. You like that? Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, So without further ado, HBOT, I want you to do me a favor and go ahead and beam in our good friends from Save Before Quitting podcast, Ant and Christian. Bring them in. Here they come. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Bring in the dancing Ant and Christian, what's up, guys? What's going on? What's, what's going on, man?
2: Happy to be here. I feel like this is, like, long overdue. Yeah. We've
3: been talking about this for a while now, so it's, it's right. good to finally be Right. Yeah. Retroactively. Like what
2: you guys have done with the place.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. A lot of A lot, of work. People, a lot I got of work. One of those things,
3: you see? <laughs> on your shelving in the background, I got one, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm, Very nice.
3: Good collectibles, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, so for those of you that don't know, we've been talking about Save Before Quitting for quite a while now. I mean, pretty much since we kind of came back again from hiatus. um, I think that's right around when they started up or shortly before that. Um, We've known Christian for a while. This is actually Brett and I's first meeting of Ant uh, in some official capacity, not just interacting over Twitter or via third party um that's right but yeah so they're from save before quitting podcast they have a youtube channel a podcast they'll they'll plug all their stuff later uh but it's exciting to have them on and basically what we're going to do today is we're just going to talk with them a little bit and then we have some normal topics for you all and then they have our indie intel for this week as you all know we normally end with that so they're going to run us through that But before we hop into it with them, let's go ahead and just talk about our topics real quick, our quick topic rundown. First, we're going to be interviewing Save Before Quitting, uh, talking about their channel and them as human beings and video game connoisseurs and experts as they are. We're talking about Apex Legends hackers uh, being exposed for a very stupid, wild scheme that makes literally zero sense to me. Uh, The rumored Marvel Marvel XCOM game, which won't include existing characters. We'll talk about that. Uh, makes no sense as well and then again rounding it out as we always do with indie intel which is going to be brought to you this week sponsored by say before quitting uh podcast <laughs> so before we hop into our main topics let us do what we always do brett christian and ant and that's talk about the games and the media of which we are currently consuming so why don't we let our guests go ahead first brett let's so, do it ant or christian whichever one of you guys want to go first what are you playing what are you watching what are you consuming
3: First, ant. This normally goes faster on our podcast for you. Sometimes, so. oh, for me, yeah, because I'm <laughs> I
2: ain't playing as much as you. You're a busy, but, boy. You know. Um, Death Door, Devolvers, Death Door. I've been playing that game for. That's probably the most I've played anything in the last I don't know, couple of months. Really, but I've wow. been addicted to it. It's pretty much just like classic Zelda gameplay, except you're a little crow. And you're you're a reaper and you're trying to save like souls and everything but it's it's so much fun it's so it's funny it's it's there's depth to it like uh, on the surface looking at it, you wouldn't think there's all these things involved but there is i it was it's one of those games where it's like all right just this next area let me just do this next one and i'll stop let me just do this and it, it keeps you keeps you going dungeon crawling um um new weapons the same like kind of zelda-esque loop and i don't know that's what i've been pretty much addicted to primarily right now what platforms is it on um i think it's just on xbox and pc okay
3: i have it on steam right now so yeah yeah cool
0: what about you christian
3: um similarly i have also been playing death store um I have not gotten as far as Amp most likely, which is a first. Um, <laughs> I've only played for like an hour or so on our Twitch. And then after that, I've kind of been MIA with it. Um, I've been playing listed a little bit more. I played that with Josh once. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a weirdly fun war simulator type game, just like kind of Battlefield-esque. Um, very pay-to-win if you want to. Like you just spend a shit ton of money on your different operators or weapons and whatnot. But I don't do that because I'm broke, as you can see. Um, <laughs> but um, other than that, you know, just Apex Legends with the boys. Uh, you've been away for a little bit of a, a little trip ski, mm-hmm. So I uh, haven't been able to play the new season with you boys yet. But uh been playing that for a little bit. New characters were really, really fun. Um, and broken. Broken <laughs> to a degree. I don't necessarily agree, per se, but it's fine. We can argue that at a later.
1: I think I think he's in a good spot, but I think that all the other legends need to get or the bad legends need to get buffed because he's too good. He's
3: too good in comparison with other recon characters like crypto, who's yeah. just garbage
0: not um, viable in literally any sense of the word
3: exactly. If you fix him, I think everyone's balanced where they need to be in the game entirely. The new gun is extremely overpowered though, I will admit that yeah, it is
0: that's the that's the light LMG, right?
3: It's a heavy M- yeah. LMG, heavy oh. light machine gun that you can also put a thermite charge into to make you shoot faster.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be light, and I think they changed it at the last minute. So it does
3: 50 damage per body shot.
1: Well, that's not good.
3: 100 on head, and it shoots really fucking straight. So it's really good. Yeah. Up close, it's not great because, you know, it's slower shots, but um, you toss a thermite in there and ggs your your enemies are literally melted but uh that's been fun and then uh as far as media consumption i just watched jungle cruise on a um on a slick location ah yes one might say and um also watched suicide squad yesterday with uh bertucci's down there that's right had a lot of fun in suicide squad was really surprised by how good it was in like the whole DC stuff, but mm-hmm. it was very, very good.
2: I agree. I got a cool. Suicide Squad. I started it, and then like I fell asleep. I was watching it super late, and I was How like, "How oh, did
3: shit. you fall asleep during it?"
2: All right, I had just eaten like this huge meal, and then I like I was in bed watching it, turned it on, and I passed out. Wow,
1: understandable. <laughs>
2: did you like what you
1: saw so far? <laughs> I loved. I was mad when I woke up. I was like,
2: yeah. I I
1: everything." <laughs> gotcha. Um, All right. Was that all you got then, Christian? That's pretty much all I got for this week. All right, then I'll take it over from here. Uh, So, yeah, I'll I'll continue on with Suicide Squad. It was actually fucking awesome. I liked it a lot. Uh, It was it was really good. And I I actually before I went and saw it with you, Christian, I watched the original Suicide Squad. Um, Oh, gosh. It was my first time seeing it. (laughs) Oh, I did too. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's not as bad as everyone made it seem. Because I think when you hear so much like bad stuff about a movie or a game or whatever, you're like, "Damn, like this is gonna suck really bad," and then your expectations are kind of set really low. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought because of that, but uh, dude, Jared Letters, Jared Leto's Joker, garbage, absolute, yeah,
2: <laughs> just so bad.
1: Sounds like he's trying to clop up a hairball. Yeah, he sucks, man, and. Honestly, every time he was on screen, I was like, "Can we just get back to what we were doing? Like, can we just continue the movie?" Uh, he was just trash. So I'm happy to report that he's not in the new film at all, uh, and the new film is ten times, hundred times better than that. Uh, yeah. Besides that, uh, I don't really think I've been I've been watching or, or playing much. This was a really busy week for me work wise. So um, playing some Apex and Pokemon Unite, which was our topic on last week's episode of the pod uh josh you've been on vacation christian true. i don't think you've been playing it that much
3: i'm off and on like i'll hop on maybe like an hour at night just to like get the daily challenges done but not to the mm. point where i'm like you know grinding it because it's kind of broken right now
1: well mm. they just released a patch uh on wednesday so i was gonna say i've been climbing the leaderboards because all of my friends on the switch aren't playing it so i'm like number two right now Uh, Christian your brother is still number one and his main which was Gengar got nerfed and not only did he get nerfed he got broken Yep.
3: there was a night we were playing we were playing with one of our friends on switch and we were in discord together and he couldn't use one of his moves Yep. it's broken and he went on like a five minute long just rage filled like (laughs) mantra and I'm just sitting here like okay I'm ready for the next one I get it yeah you're mad play a different character because there's 20 um he's like no i'm done turns off his switch and then just leaves the discord call and just me and our friend just in the chat like oh he's oh he's done it was that (laughs) bad i guess so
0: shattered his whole
1: reality right there legitimately
3: (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) damn yeah that's a damn shame but uh all right, well, that's that's it for me. So, Josh, I mean, this isn't really a media consumption, but you got to talk about it. You went to Disney and you went I to did. Galaxy's
0: Edge. I, I was consuming real life content. What's all there? Um, yeah, right there. Um, yeah, so I have not I I have been getting caught up on the Bad Batch, uh, actually, while I was in uh, Disney. Um, mainly because of Disney, I was, like, just consuming so much Disney media, which includes Star Wars, so I got caught up on that, uh, but yeah, I was in Disney World for the last week, uh, went to every park that was there, uh, the highlight for me as a huge Star Wars fan is obviously Galaxy's Edge, uh, not gonna lie, a lot of it, like, took my breath away and made me choke up a little bit, which I, have like, don't normally get like that at all, uh, but seeing, like, the Falcon for the first time and riding Rise of the Resistance, it just, it just doesn't get better than that, man, and it's, like, it's just so cool. Um, it, it really is. And I seeing pictures and seeing stuff online or even hearing me talk about it really does not do it justice until you're there. Um, and the Imagineers at Disney are freaking, I want to have whatever they're having because it's it, it, next level what, what they have accomplished there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else you want me to talk about it other than it's uh, a slick uh Disney World is very expensive um but it is so much fun uh I had a great freaking time there uh and if you are a Star Wars fan or anything Disney fan you got to go at some point whether you're a kid or an adult there's plenty of stuff for everyone to do which is like the whole founding mantra right of Disney World is like adults and kids can have fun at the same time so there's just there's so much attention to detail with things and small hidden stuff that you don't know about um that they like, I don't know. I just go, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. If you have the opportunity to go and you can afford it and I have the time, go. So. Oh, excellent. That's it. Well, why don't.
3: Choke hold, man. What's that? Mouse has got you in a choke hold, I see.
0: Yeah, i totally forgot I was wearing this hat. Uh, yeah, I also
1: got, I got this when I was there. <laughs> and you're also wearing a midsummer shirt, right? I am wearing a midsummer shirt, yeah. Yeah, just a, a movie about a cult, so it just <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> perfect. So Disney's the cult I want to be in. Um, all right, well, without further ado, let's hop into our main topics for the week, shall we? Uh, and our first main topic is has to do with our special guest for today, and that is Save Before Quitting. So Brett and I just wanted to kind of chat with you guys about your channel, about your lives, about content and stuff like that um i have a bunch of pre-prepared questions but don't feel the need to necessarily stick to them you can go off on tangents doesn't matter um but why don't we (laughs) yeah tangents (laughs) uh why don't we just start with just talking a little bit about who you guys are uh like as humans and gamers uh and then transition maybe into like your channel and how say before quitting started and maybe where you two guys met stuff like that so please
2: all right
3: um yeah um i mean well i'm i'm chris um i'm a recent graduate technically uh animator and now gamer obviously um pretty much just love star wars as well you know love any couldn't sort tell. of games couldn't tell yes yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not like i rotated my camera perfectly for that
2: but, um, <laughs> back there
3: <laughs> listen um it's a time But no, uh, you know, I love a lot of games, uh, mainly into first person shooters right now, just because that's what the market really is. As of this point, it's either it's a first person shooter or it's an indie game. As of this point, it feels like a lot into first person shooters and um, yeah, just love making fun videos that with my butt, you know, and that's 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 who I am. That's all I do. Pretty much. Kind of.
2: Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) no i got you (laughs) i knew who you are no but um i'm ant um by process of elimination if he's chris i guess that's who i am um um, let me see how do i How do I want to start
3: write your biography real quick right
2: real real quick um as far as gaming goes i've been doing that forever so i think i got an nes when i was three so ever since then and I'd say I'm into, I'm like the Nintendo guy of the podcast, pretty much. So if if Mario or Zelda dropped anything, I'm dropping everything. I'm not <laughs> going to work that day and I'm just gonna play that, I'm gonna 100%, whatever it is. Um, I like mostly platformers, indies, character adventure games, RPGs, that's probably my wheelhouse right there. Mm-hmm. Anytime I try to play a first person shooter with Chris, I'm just, I'm just there to have fun and talk to Chris because I'm doing, I'm not helping anyone with anything. (laughs) Um, but I enjoy it though. Um, uh, I, I was an audio engineer, got my certification in that. Um, I used to record a whole lot of people's like albums and songs and mixtapes and stuff like that. And then I got into podcasting. And right now I have three going on four of those go out so my week why I can't play video games because I'm always in front of a computer mixing a show or fixing some kind of vocal or something but um that's pretty much it man I'm an audio nerd and a video game nerd that's
1: That's awesome awesome. do you want to plug your your podcast here
2: oh yeah thank you Uh yeah sure uh um oxcord it's a hip-hop and music podcast comes on every Monday we're a oxcord cast on Twitter and Instagram and our emails is auscordcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, listen, if you like any, if you like hip hop or just the music business in general and want to hear perspectives from an engineer like myself, my brother is on there, he's a producer and my cousin Jasmine, who is, uh, oh, she was a blogger for a while for anything music. So we just thought it would be cool to have those three different perspectives come together to talk about the industry. Um, Oh, yeah, another one of my a couple of my friends called the glorious bastards, where it's just, it's just a conversation about the goings ons in the world. And we just make fun of everything. It's a comedy podcast for the most part. That ones are pretty, pretty much off the rails. But that's pretty much the that's pretty much what it is. It's supposed to be like that. So if you want to just hear some off kilter left field guys (laughs) drinking and talking a bunch of shit, that's that podcast. And of course, say before quitting. Nice. That's cool. Very cool. So
0: speaking of, so how did you guys like meet and then I guess start
3: say before quitting?
2: You wanna field that one?
3: <laughs> sure. <laughs> um so ironically, we worked at the same spot for a while. Oh, I think it was like three, four years ago, maybe. Yes. Yeah. So the department I got put in, um, I actually was trained by our former co host Nico. Mm-hmm. and i guess he met you because you yeah. were wearing a video game shirt or something
2: i was working he walked past me he had on i think it was like a Mega Man shirt or something and i just said yo nice shirt and from that day forward we just talked about video games and anytime there was a an e3 or a nintendo direct i would go to his area and we would just watch it while working somehow i don't know how he pulled that off
3: nice but um yeah i met ant through that like you know walking around picking parts and shit and he was like oh yeah this is ant he likes video game shit too and i'm like oh hi and that yes. was like pretty much all it what was our for meeting? A while. Hey, what's up what's going on yeah um <laughs> after that we kind of didn't talk for a while but then you guys wanted a new logo for aux yeah that's how we started getting back into conversations and such and i i did the the logo with nico for that and now that's their new logo for the moment and uh yeah and then ever since then we were like hey this would be a cool thing to do so mm-hmm. we did it
2: yeah that's really all it came down to um me and nico talked about it for a while <clears throat> and i think chris we were at nico's place so chris was doing our logo and it was like we just put chris on it too and just like it was like a no brainer and oh, then yeah <laughs> but we knew how much all three of us loved video games, so it was like it wasn't even a question. Right. So then we started thinking of names, and we was just spitballing a whole bunch of names. And Chris said, "Save before quitting." One day, and we were like, "All right, well, the search is over. That was the best. <laughs> I can't think of a better name than that." Yeah, <laughs> remember, remember you
3: frantically searching your phone like, "There's no, there's no podcast called this. There's None."
2: <laughs> Let's go now, strike.
3: Yes, grab the email quick as hell, and then you know. The rest is a uh, pretty much history you know going through some obvious changes obviously we're down to the two now but um yeah still rocking and rolling almost a year now
1: coming yeah, up on that
0: coming up on it
1: congratulations yeah. thank yeah. you
0: that's awesome it's a that's that's a cool parallel too i think between our two channels that brett haptic intel specifically has always in the past usually been three people right and then we had and we don't need to talk about it but like the huge falling out with our original founder right and then we went down to two and then we had steven on for a very long time uh he was really originally just kind of like a a guest and then he was on for a long time and then when we took a hiatus he didn't want to come back once we came back and stuff like that uh so now it's just two cooks in the kitchen instead of three but
2: it's it's working though yeah yeah you guys on a roll man i get excited when y'all drop content oh thank you thank you appreciate that
3: that day's gone video that's literally right, the only right. reason i picked up that game only reason
0: that's good to hear that was yeah that was a that was a fun video and not something we typically do uh because mainly because it's a lot of fucking work
2: well yeah i, I was watching Obviously. it and i was like a lot went into this but i appreciated it for that yeah i was, I was definitely tuned in yeah, oh,
3: yeah
2: um
0: so i guess going off of that then like haptic intel right like we always say like we're just two guys like hanging like we'd be doing this anyway even if there wasn't a camera in front of us uh what's like your kind of guy's opinion on that and like the content that you create uh maybe maybe that plays into like your nerdy gamer people kind of what you call your audience and stuff like that
3: i mean we're always joking every single time we get together like Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're like setting up for the podcast and we're literally podcasting and just being ourselves and being fr- we, we'd say we have to stop being friends until the mics are on because we're right. wasting content it's always yeah. a joke because you know we're just two dudes doing some guy stuff you know we're just talking right but yeah. um the ngp the nerdy gamer people shit was just like i remember it was one of our listeners kev one of ant's friends uh he like dropped it in our one of our emails like that we had for like a viewer questions one day is like yeah we're all just nerdy gamer people and i was like that's dope we're gonna yeah. steal that it <laughs> yeah but um you know just a bunch of people that all get together to just nerd out about either gamer shit or like 80 percent of our podcast as of this point it feels like it's not gaming like, we're just like <laughs> shooting the shit and then we're like oh yeah now it's time for the gaming stuff and right. then like, if you listen to our last two episodes there, you can 100% agree that because yeah. Jesus Christ, like
2: the first half is all just talking a bunch of shit. But it, it, yeah, it, I kind of like that, though, because it kind of keeps us, it keeps us grounded and mm-hmm. it, we become more relatable to our audience. Mm-hmm. I like, like, like my philosophy with podcasts are right? like, I said this on one of my more recent episodes is I like to lead with who we are as people and not just the information because yeah. you can get the information from anywhere. You can go on Twitter. You can go on the IGN wherever and get right. your, your list of what happened this week in gaming right. Right. We're trying exactly. to create, we're just trying to create a environment where you're coming here to just kick it with us. Yeah. We're also sure. going to talk about that stuff, but I'd rather you want to hear our perspective on it more than what the information is. Right? Absolutely. Yeah that's no comedy in there and all that stuff too we have fun but we're we want to be just as entertaining as we are informative right yeah
0: i think like in just in the space that we're all in that's a hard thing to find too because i mean if you watched our content you know especially me even more so than brett we're like super opinionated with stuff right and that's just kind of what our contents morphed into and it's sometimes uh and maybe you guys can relate It's sometimes maybe disheartening or annoying, especially when you're a smaller channel and like you put content out and then then all you do is just get like shit on by people who think that they're like the most knowledgeable. Like yeah. if you scroll through any of our comments, our Twitter, like everything. And it's like, do your research. Just like, leave us alone, dude. You're like we're not
3: comments, man.
0: We're, we're not <laughs> on the internet. Everybody thinks they yeah. know it, everything. We're not here to like, we're not a news channel like we're not like, a, you know, like we're not here to we're not IGN like that's just not who we are. So if you don't want to listen to our opinions, that's fine. Then don't leave. But yeah,
2: yeah, I think it's um, but I think opinions are important. Like, you are you're coming yeah. here for they're coming to you for your perspective. Right. Like, if you don't want if they didn't want your perspective, like you said, why are they there in the first place? Mm.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of that is the YouTube algorithm is just kind of suggesting them our video, yeah. and they don't necessarily like. They think that we're just giving them the news, and they're kind of getting the news from us. Uh, they they're not used to our channel, so they they don't know who we are, and they don't know that that's like what we do. True. So yeah,
3: it's yeah. always a terrifying thing to think about. It's like this is my a person's first video to watch, and what do we say in this video to make that impression? But, I mean, I've I've seen some of the comments y'all get, and it's always funny to me because it's like. I'll go in there and I'll troll a bit on them, like sometimes because like I'll, I'll so, come like, on almost every video and I'm like, yeah, dope shit or whatever. But then I see the one nematode that's just you know, like, I'm actually and I'm like, bro, they're right, first of all. <laughs> and like you're just talking and right. You know, it's it's yeah. a interesting time in y'all's comment section. I'll say that at the least. For sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is um what you guys you guys, what's your guys favorite um, part about making content? You think. Your content,
2: the fact that. Well, I mean, we genuinely enjoyed doing it. That's number one, because kind of how Chris said, like, even before the mics are on, we would have already and you guys too, like, but even before the mics come on, we would have we already been talking about this anyway to each other. Right. So it just comes naturally. And then when you already have a rapport with each other, you can bust jokes or 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 clown each other. But at the same time, it's not being taken personal. We can make fun of each other, but also make fun of ourselves and also just super nerd out at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. it's become like we said it to me and Chris have said it to each other, where like, we'll have a rough week and we're like, I'm just looking forward to recording yeah. because mm-hmm. that's like. The let your hair down point of the week. Like, all right, I can just be in my element, talk about what I want to talk about, laugh, drink, whatever, and just have fun, like, talking about things you're passionate about.
3: 100%. It's like a weekly reset, too. Like, it's like a nice little reset button where it's like, you know everything feels like a loop if you got a nine to five straight up like we no lie every one of us has a nine to five you know and we're just stuck in that loop of doing that but like when you have something where it's like a consistent thing that's also fresh every single week and it feels Mm -hmm. like the first time every single time and it's fun it just it just makes it uh addicting almost like you just want to do it and you want to get back to that to the point where you want that to be the nine to five obviously you know not going to happen for a while because we're still tiny boys but you know it's we're just having fun you know right and, and I when think it's not is. fun maybe we're we stop but you know you never know
2: i think the best things come out of that part of the process though like you said being small a smaller channel you know what mm-hmm. i mean um because you get to experiment more and and part of the process that i've enjoyed is even when there are hiccups or technical difficulties it just gives us an, another opportunity to improve the show that much more. Like, all right, this didn't work or this is malfunctioning. Let's switch this up. Let's update this. Let's get a better camera. Let's get right. a better lens for it. Let's sit here this time. Let's but as we do that, it just adds more and more and more to like your arsenal. It, adds, it gives you more stories to tell on the show. It helps you right. relate to the people watching it more because like, oh, I have issues too. And then people hear you talk. And it I just it's all a learning process while having fun yeah while ever evolving the show
0: yeah i think uh brett and i really uh can understand that and something that i think especially recently we were just like nothing no matter what you do even if it's like you think it's completely lost like it's not actually lost (laughs) I mean, I think the, for us, the perfect example was Brett losing a tire audio file for one of like our big unclaimed baggage videos, which we dropped a lot of money on, like did all that. And like, we had to just figure out a way to make it work. And if we were a big channel, there's no way we would have been like, all right, just f- screw it. Let's just record it again.
1: We'll get other stuff. Like it's, it's gone, but and no, we've had to do that. We yeah. We had to do that. Like whole podcast, like we recorded and then we've ha- had to redo it. Yeah. Um, But in this case, Josh was able to salvage the unclaimed baggage episode into something different, but funny at the same time. So, yeah, yeah. it makes you
2: what's that? I said, I got to watch that one. It came up on my my YouTube earlier. I was like, I got to go back and watch this stuff. Catch up.
0: Yeah, it's just Brett's audio was just gone. So we were like, all right, we got to figure out a way to get creative and make it work because we
1: drop money on it and not releasing it is not an option for us, so. Yeah. So but even like watching your guys evolution from when you first started to now, like obviously you're down a guy, but mm-hmm. your quality has continued to improve. And there's some parallels to what we went through as well. Like if you watch. So first of all, we deleted all of our former podcast episodes from when our first host was with us. Um, so technically we did like have to cast episodes one to 20 or something, and then those were all scrapped. We started over at one again. But if you watch like the the one that's up now, Hapticast episode one, we call it like the dark episode because it's literally like the darkest room ever with no light. It's so terrible. It's awful. And ever like every video after that, you will see like something change, right? Like the lighting gets better. The camera gets better. Our set gets better. And then when we came back this time, we did it virtually because of the pandemic. And then we built a virtual set. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I and mean, you guys just did a recent upgrade, too. Now you're sitting at that table. You guys are, you know, the whole camera setup looks awesome. So
2: and then Chris made that that intro. And
1: the new intro, yeah. And the intro.
2: That was inspirational. That made me really want to make it the best it can be. I think we coming off of um, um Nico leaving the show and then E3 happened. Mm-hmm. and That was a big thing because when he left, we're like, okay, now we got to like re-strategize. Like, how do we make it just us two and which was nothing we we just, right. it just came naturally like it always has mm-hmm. but um and um we like we're going into e3 we wanted to do a big coverage thing for that now it's too but, but we figured it out we figured it out and after e3 happened that was kind of a turning point for me i was like okay that was like i don't want to call it a milestone but that was a big deal in a way where i feel like we have to continue better than we've been up to this point i think this is the the point to evolve the show and that's what kind of kind of put us put us where we are where we, we we the mindset of wanting to be better you know what i mean yeah um, absolutely kind of how you guys said we we've gone through issues like that too where we we recorded um the the playthrough of the turtles arcade game mm-hmm. and the version that's on youtube is maybe the fourth time we it's played the it, all the way through it because something went wrong every single time so oh we to, like every time we play, we're like and let's go, like, even though we've done it a million times at that point.
3: Fresh reacting acting, you know, put those acting skills to the uh, to the <laughs> test. Yeah. This is The first time I'm seeing this. Wow. Yeah. And that's, and that's yeah. hard,
1: too, because, like, for example, the podcast we did that we we messed it up. We had to re-record it. It was the same topics. It was the same. It was everything was the same. So you have to, like, you know, find remember the good banter moments that you have like Josh and I and and like kind of repeat that. And act a little bit too, like you like you said. So it was, uh that was Toe Jam weird. and Earl. We were talking <laughs> about that for a second, and then like we look over to the Mac
3: and it's just like run out of disc space, and then oh. we're like, fuck. And then and he's like, good. Okay, so the last thing you said is this, uh, go. And then like he shows me his phone again for like what they look like, and
2: <laughs> it was a whole thing. It uh, resin, um the, the Resident Evil Village demo. We had to do that
3: three times. Oh man. I had to record it on my PC from home. Right. And we had to react
2: through Zoom, even though we did it in person twice.
3: And you guys didn't have audio either. So it was only me with the audio, which is the worst thing because I don't like these games. So, (laughs) on top of it, y'all were just there on the screen and I'm like hearing like spooky shit. And yeah, not a time. You
0: call that series Bitch Made, right?
3: Yep, Bitch Made. (laughs) I forget who brought up who made that title but like it was I was like like, how the fuck do we call this bitch made on YouTube and then I just Mm. used the exclamation point because like fuck it
2: I forgot where it came from too
3: I have no (laughs) idea where it came from but like they just kept calling me a bitch because I don't like scary games I don't understand the appeal of like jump scares like I like Mm -hmm. horror where it's like this is scary because it's scary not like boo loud noise and dramatic music like I hate that shit and then like the fake out ones where it's just like loud music but there's really nothing there it's like a rat ran I hate that shit <laughs> yeah. it's cheap and it's lazy
2: I really really wish after hearing you just say that, that we really kept, we were able to keep that first to play through because it was the best take
1: it was the the original one right so he didn't know what was coming yeah so, <laughs> yep
2: <You're freaking laughs>
1: yeah. Out. There, I'm sure there'll be another horror game
0: that
2: uh
3: <laughs> yeah we gotta finish resident evil 8 first because like we're having some struggles through that man we really? both just got like insane motion sickness from it and like really? the last video we uploaded and like it i i, I keep saying because it it's, it's what it looks like it looks like you both just got like molly whopped by a ghost at the same time <laughs> in the video i'm like we both just go like oh fuck. wow Anybody- i don't know
2: that was the first time i've heard of people getting motion sickness from games but i've never experienced it until yeah. this game i don't know what it is about it didn't happen when we played the original was the original demo on ps4 that we played on ps5 i don't even remember at this point
3: i think we played it on ps4 because where we played it, it didn't have a ps4 yet that's right that's ps5 rather that's right but yeah
2: maybe yeah. maybe it's this the jump in fidelity i don't know <clears throat> but i knew originally it didn't happen and then all of a sudden i'm like all right this is too good
1: mm. yeah too great <laughs> it's all the motion effects they added they added like bob like head bob and like blur when you turn your head so yeah like it's ridiculous i agree with you
0: yeah um i guess maybe just to round out this segment then if somebody was going to like your guys channel right to check out your content what is like the first thing you would recommend for them or what's like the your favorite show or it could be your podcast too for somebody that like really wants to get to know you guys and come into your your ecosystem if you will
3: i would say at least one of the podcasts like one of the ones that are titled some sort of like off the rails because we have like three as at this point (laughs) that's where you're gonna get like the main personality from us um as far as gameplay like the resident evil videos are amazing right now we're still trying to work out the kinks with that um do you have any suggestions that um
2: i in the more what was what number are we up to in episodes you know what the last one is off the top of your head all right our more huh
3: 43 maybe
2: maybe, maybe? The, the more most recent episode titled <laughs> titled sugar mouth
3: <laughs> oh yeah
2: that one if you really want to get a good balance as to who we are because even in the end we talk about one of the our email questions was um the top five games that made you who you are mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. at least you'll get to hear some some of our like yeah made us gamers and we plus also, a whole bunch of comedy in it plus we cover it has like a good balance of everything
3: yeah a little yeah. bit of seriousness too from the uh activision blizzard stuff as well just like mm-hmm. you know you get a little bit you get the best of both worlds, as Hannah Montana once said. Nice. Classic.
1: And <laughs> didn't understand that reference in the last. I was like,
2: no, I, wasn't, I wasn't, I was done with Nickelodeon at Hannah Montana. I didn't.
1: It was Disney. It was yeah. Disney.
2: Oh, uh, see, even, I really
1: don't know. <laughs> it.
3: this it's just the Disney podcast now.
1: This is the About Disney to Haptic
0: Intel podcast.
3: I didn't mean
2: to offend the Disney <laughs> Haptic. Sponsored,
0: <laughs> Sponsored by the mouse. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> not anymore. We, we brought up Nickelodeon.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so th- thank you guys for, for answering those questions and I'm glad you guys are here. So let's, let's move on to our first topic, our first news topic. Um, I want to talk about apex legends, which, and I know you said like first person shooters aren't really your thing, but I think that there's a little bit of something here that, you could still give some input on. And Christian, I know you're like a huge fan of apex. We play all the time. So I figured this would be a good topic for us to talk about today. Yeah. So the headline is this is a Kotaku article, which sorry, I'm using Kotaku, but Kotaku. Yeah, they're the ones that that are covering this. So we're gonna go with them. Uh, The headline is apex legends hackers exposed for plotting wild scheme, which is very generic.
2: That can mean anything.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So I know Christian specifically and Josh, you'll you'll remember that last month, hackers took down Titanfall 2 servers as a protest to the hacking that was going on in right. Titanfall 1, right? Uh, and then eventually, the hackers took aim at Apex Legends, which is Respawn's most recent game that is, you know, blowing up in popularity right now, especially considering uh, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone is like dying from the same thing, hackers, right? Yeah. Uh, when you... We're going on Apex during this hack. You might remember it said "Save Titanfall.com. all over the place. You guys recall that? Mm-hmm. I
3: do. I thought it was like a Titanfall like 3 Easter egg. I was like, oh shit. We're getting a new game. But nope.
1: No, it was just hackers. I would love it. Yeah. So at the time you think, oh, this is just like a bunch of like really passionate Titanfall fans that are pissed off that they can't play their favorite game right and now they're gonna hack every game that's even close to it to bring awareness to it it's not true here's what really happened in reality the hackers were high ranking save titanfall.com community members what, is, what does that mean scenes. what does
0: high ranking mean
1: do they have a hierarchy over there they have freaking ranks it was like a community board like a board like a, a posting board oh gotcha he was a it was... <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> They were plotting behind the scenes in secret Discord groups. And they were not only behind the Apex outage, but the very Titanfall hacks that they were protesting. Wow. Criminal master. So, right? so it was an inside job. Not
3: it was, to like bring it back to Star Wars, but this sounds very much like the prequels.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, of course. Star Wars.
1: So Kotaku is claiming that the real aim of the hacks last month were actually to save a canceled free to play version of the respawn shooter Titanfall called Titanfall online. And it's like a Chinese free to play uh, Titanfall game. Basically, it was like a Titanfall three that was canceled Uh, and they were using Apex Legends to run a false flag hack to harm the titanfall scene to help them get the attention of respawn so they could get hired to respawn and get the source code for titanfall online and bring it back
2: so much dedication so much dedication (laughs) it's a lot
1: so that's all of the the news i got what do you guys think for that like what is that old
0: show i feel like it was on spike tv or something like that where it's like dumbest criminals alive or something like that like stupidest yeah. like the fuck what kind of galaxy yeah. brain like tinfoil hat plot is that
1: i specifically left out the names of the hacker because i don't want to cause any attention to him or yeah our channel and, and get us in trouble but the guy allegedly applied for the community manager position at respawn like legitimately like there's a actual record of him applying so this is legit. Okay. Man.
3: Um
1: <laughs> Yeah it's it's just strange. It's weird. It's I hate so to make weird.
3: this have you seen the thing that's going on in the D and D community right now that's like this exact same thing. No. There's this channel called Critical Role where the like, oh, yeah. Matt Mercer and all them. And apparently there was a fan, like this girl, that made a character in her own D&D campaign.
1: I heard about this. I know what you're talking about.
3: She's claiming that Critical Role stole her character and all of the attributes and everything about the character to make money, because they make money, and is suing them. And she will take away the lawsuit if they allow her to come on the show. Wow. It's the same exact thing.
2: It's like a crazy fan.
3: Like, what the? F- like, I It's the, the weirdest form of blackmail ever.
2: Yeah, the dedication is is amazing to me because you're so dedicated to do all these things for such a. Your goal is so mediocre sounding. Like, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll do all of this to
1: become on your show. They're willing yeah. to destroy the very thing they love. Yeah. I
3: just yeah. want to be your community manager, guys. Just mob me, Pokemon. Come on.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you are done a lot of work for that. It's like. Gonna, I think it'll work.
0: Why wouldn't some, why wouldn't these people just take their energy that they're dedicating towards a goal that from a normal human brain is like totally unattainable and ridiculous and nobody is going to take you seriously and just dedicate it towards, I don't know, something better.
2: Yeah, anything better.
0: Literally anything else.
2: You can even have the same goal and work just as hard toward it in a different way.
0: Exactly. You really, If that's what you want to be, you want to be the community manager at Respawn, then I don't know, go like get an education and other jobs that would help you work towards that instead of trying to do a hostile takeover to convince somebody to
1: give you the position. Like- well, that's the thing. I don't even know if they actually really wanted the position. I think that they just wanted the position so they could access the files to bring back Titanfall Online.
0: But if they were already like hacking and stuff at that point, if they really wanted to bring it back, couldn't they just figure out a way to get the source code anyway? Or better yet, go make something similar and develop it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everybody has access to Unreal Engine. So like. I've also never
1: heard of Titanfall online until this story. So
3: that just makes me sad and wish that we actually had that. Maybe we should join up with these people.
1: Yeah, right.
2: I'm just trying to envision a world where they get hired by Reese Vaughn, and then I want to know what they're. I want to, I want like a camera on them in the building. Like, all right, now I got to find the files. Like, what are you, yeah. what are you doing in the building <laughs> to get access to it? Yeah, why would a community manager have access to those
1: kind of files? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, completely separate. Like
2: they're not yeah, on the, right.
0: they're not on like a dev team like you're like doing social
3: network work basically
2: it's not in the contract for the job and like all right and to all our employees we here's the files
3: yeah has here's your usb drive with our whole entire company yeah. they,
0: they just hand you the golden usb with all of the files on it <laughs> here's the source code community manager that doesn't do it. you go <laughs> <laughs> uh that's pretty sad honestly yeah
3: that's really interesting
0: imagine that interview imagine that interview you so say that you got that far you go in for the interview what do you say in the interview so tell us why you're interested in this position oh well i'd like your source files please i want the files now oh
1: i like
2: your honesty
1: (laughs) oh man that's pretty funny yeah i mean that's really all i got for you guys for that one uh it's just an interesting story. They kind of played themselves, and this is like a story from like yesterday. So I'm sure we're going to see more come from this.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I just uh, I couldn't believe it.
2: It's really hard to believe. It's like <laughs> again, man. What's your goal? What's your end game there?
1: Yeah, and save Titanfall. Rain. Yeah, right. SaveTitanfall.com. They initially said like we're not, you know, involved in this in any way, and it turns out it's like their top members of the highest-ranking SaveTitanFall.com members, yeah, with
0: like you know a million of those patches on their their vests from all of the different things that they've tried to hostily take over. All their (laughs) upvotes.
2: Oh, those
0: guys. Yeah, they get they they get one they get one stripe for every Reddit upvote they have.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, moving on to another story. This one actually just broke thirty or forty minutes ago. Uh, so this wow. is fresh news. A rumored Marvel XCOM game will not be including existing Marvel characters. This one comes to us from GameRant. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard about this. We got some really
0: interesting ones for us here today, Brent. <laughs> I know.
3: I was going to say these are these are very interesting stories. I like these.
1: <laughs> so you guys might have heard uh, right before E3, a bunch of 2K projects leaked online. One of them Mm. was a Mm. Marvel strategy game from Firaxis. I'm not really sure how to pronounce their studio name.
0: Is this the same report that had it that there's going to be like three or four unannounced um,
1: reiterations of previous titles or something like that? That same report? Yes. So we're going to be talking specifically about the Marvel property here. Um, It was explicitly described as a Marvel XCOM game. But it's going to be its own property apparently Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so today according to insider jeff grubb uh he spoke about the the game on the most recent giant bomb live stream the project will not only be unrelated to the marvel cinematic universe so the mcu but it also will not star existing marvel characters It will be set within the wider Marvel universe and rather than let players form their own teams of classic superheroes, the game will instead have players customize their own team of original superheroes to play as, similar to how players create and customize their squad members in the XCOM games. What are your thoughts on that before I move on to the next little bit of information here?
2: I, I, I feel like they would at least have to have well first of all people are going to go into this wanting to play as their favorite superhero if it's an X, especially if in an XCOM game i'd be more inclined to play as a, a original character if i was in like i don't know like like the avengers game that came out and then the other characters are around you or something like that mm-hmm. exactly in this yeah. I, I don't know i hope i just hope that the the main the marvel characters that everybody looks forward to are somehow in there somewhere because it's going to be a hard sell to me personally.
0: Yeah, how are you going to try to have a game with a Marvel brand on it and not include popular Marvel character? Who who want who is going who wants that game?
1: Why get the Marvel property if you're not going to include any Marvel characters? Right. Yeah. 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 Who, who
0: makes this game? Capcom? Uh no, it's 2K Project. Um, um so maybe in 2K's boardroom they were like, "Okay, We're going to spend millions of dollars to license Marvel for our new XCOM game, Marvel XCOM game. But the twist is there's no Marvel
1: characters. Yeah. Why would you do that? Do you think that it's possible that they were kind of trying to distance, distance themselves from Marvel's Avengers game because it didn't do that well?
0: Yeah, but, like, the Marvel, like, the Avengers game, the Square Enix one, is, like, such a small little, like, shit stain on a very l- much larger, more polished, popular franchise that it, like, doesn't even matter anymore. Like, I know, like, we're, like, hardcore gamers. Like, I'm sure I don't... We didn't love the Avengers game. I don't want to speak for uh, Ant and Christian, but I know Christian is right. just... <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Uh, I hate it. I think it's not good. Uh, But, like... I feel like a lot of like nor- normie tier people, or like just normal regular casual gamers, probably don't even know about it or care enough about it. So why would it matter to them unless you're like really into video games, you
2: know? Right, and yeah, I yeah. think they need to cast a wide like if you're gonna make this kind of how you said the norm the the casual gamer the person who only sees video games on like I don't know, I don't know how do people consume it now like just IGN's front page or- <laughs> yeah. stuff now like Instagram. Right. Then they're going to look for you Would need to cast the net so that it's for everyone. So you need the main heavy hitters. You need like, yeah. Wolverine, Spider-Man, Like you need all of them. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know how this
1: is going to work. They make it seem like you're going to be playing as like shield or something. You know what I mean? Like mm. you're going to be playing with shield soldiers and you create. There was actually talks that you're like creating your own character too. And like customizing your own troops or whatever. So I don't know if that's like dc universe online style where you create your own like superhero i, I have no idea
3: that'd be kind of neat if like you were in the world where the superheroes were and like you interact with them right, as right. that's saying. they got to be there somewhere yeah. but like yeah that's a weird flex
0: but if, it, if it's saying that there's it's not going to have any Marvel like original marvel characters in it
1: then that just seems like unappealing to me i feel like they could have taken like one of the like a marvel team up like a group of marvel characters and focused on that instead mm-hmm. of making it like a generic Marvel as a whole type of thing, right? For example, like Guardians already has a game coming out. But what if it was like a Guardians XCOM game where it was those characters, and right?
3: But,
0: and yeah. then you could create your own character to be on the
1: team. That would be kind of cool. But exactly.
3: Yeah, X-Men,
1: X-Men, X-Men. Yeah, well, yeah, let me get to the, the, this last bit of information here, because now that we talked about that, I'm really excited to share this part with you guys. So unlike the more sci-fi oriented XCOM games, this game will have more of a focus on the supernatural side of the Marvel universe with mystical enemies and apparently even vampires. But Grubb says, Jeff Grubb says that he doesn't know if that means like characters like Blade, the vampire hunter, will even make an appearance.
3: Oh. Oh, Uh, give
1: Give me a Blade game. Yeah. yeah, for a Blade game. That'd be dope. That'd be awesome. Give me another Blade movie.
0: Hell yes, dude.
1: So what this tells me is is that Jeff got to see a little bit of this game. He's an insider, so someone shared something with him. And all he saw were no Marvel characters at all and vampires. And it was somehow Marvel.
2: And he was just like, okay. So, go ahead. I was going to say, well, to your original point, it doesn't need to be a Marvel game then at all. Exactly. I guess they're
3: using that as like a selling point maybe because like yeah by itself it doesn't sound like you know like this i need to go get this game I, I need to get this right now but if you throw marvel on it that's already like oh shit marvel and then that makes people want to go buy it maybe you
2: know, you know what the only way this will work in their favor is if you can make a character but it's out of the famous Marvel. K. you got a Wolverine head, Hulk arms <laughs> <spider> <laughs> body
3: <laughs> like in the WWE 2K games where you can put on like fucking costumes and shit.
1: Yeah, and exactly. Famous things just mix and match.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it seems like there's a lot of cool elements. This and I, I know we don't know that much about it, but it seems like a really bad mishmash that is going to not be marketed well, be super confusing, and unappealing if there's no like Marvel character properties within the title.
1: Right. Yeah, it's going to be a hard sell. And you know what? I have no experience. I don't know about you guys. I have no experience with XCOM or even like strategy games like that.
2: So... Really, my go-to. I don't really play XCOM E-esque, XCOM-esque games like that.
1: Yeah. yeah, but then I saw Mario Rabbids. Right, is a very XCOM strategy based game. Yeah, and it actually like did really well and sold really well, which was very surprising to me. So I don't know. Like maybe this actually does have a a place in the world, I, but it's not for me. Just based on that,
2: people like it. people. There are people who love those games. It's just, it, but then it just muddies the water as to who is this marketed to, who is this for. If right. not, you not only don't have the heroes. But it's Marvel and it's an XCOM game. Like, well, then where's what audience is that? Yeah,
0: because you, I could, I could picture it now. Some normal gamer goes to GameStop, picks up, oh look, a new Marvel game, and then they put it in, and it's like a super deep hardcore RTS, and they're like with no Marvel characters, and like, what the fuck did I just buy?
2: <laughs> Your favorite character, Shield, is in this.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man.
3: Nick Fury, though, he's not. I know, exactly. Yeah,
1: it's just John Shield.
0: Just Johnny Shield.
1: It's like me whenever they do like a cameo in the new Marvel shows where they're like, hey, it's a character from Agents of Shield. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Who that is. Who are you? Right? Yeah. I don't even think that thing's canon, right? Technically. I don't think so.
0: I have no idea. Yeah. No. No idea if that tells you anything.
3: Right. Yeah. Just give us a Blade game and there's a new movie coming, so that's cool. Mahershala Ali, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Muhsaleh Ali, he's playing <laughs> Blade. That was at the Disney
1: conference yeah. when they announced all like the shows and stuff. Hey, I did, Mister Disney. How did you not know that? Hey man, weren't you there?
0: From listen, me? dude, the mouse <laughs> didn't tell me. I must have missed the meeting. All right. I a did blade on it. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. that's slick. I love Blade. Same. Blade is like. A super underrated like Marvel property, in my opinion. Uh, Always
3: in Ultimate Alliance, all the time.
0: Yeah, and uh, listen, Wesley Snipes is slick, and those movies are fucking dope. So that's all I
1: can tell you. Triple H was in one of them. He was. I was. uh, I was Blade for Halloween one year. Fun fact. See, I had the little arm thing with the knife that would come out. That's why I got the costume because I was like, that's really cool. I, I was. It was like elementary school. I was Blade. Nice. Yeah, You did it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for you guys for the Marvel XCOM game. Uh, I hope you guys are going to get your pre-orders in as soon as they launch.
2: <laughs> nope. The first update patch is just going to be, we've added all the Marvel characters. <laughs> day one patch.
3: Day one packs. We fixed the game, guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Alright, gentlemen. Well, let's round out the show uh, as we do every week with a little section we like to call Indie Intel. uh, A part of our podcast where we just highlight indie games or lesser-known titles and give them some spotlight uh, and hopefully some traction to get funded or just have more people play them. This week, our Indie Intel segment is sponsored by Save Before Quitting Podcast and brought to you by them. So... Without further ado, I will turn it over to you guys to please uh, give us your indie goodness. Uh, you like
3: yeah. take the lead, sir.
2: I decided to go with I Aeon A E O N Aeon Drive as the game. It is a a I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. It is a platform based. You're on a was it 30 second loop, mm-hmm. and it like really it looks like real uh retro style ish mega manny kind of kind of look and just like you can it's really hard because i the what drove me to this game is that it's unlike any other game of that genre i've ever seen so it's, it's really speed runner based get through these levels of sci-fi cyberpunk-esque yeah. setting um she has like a a uh kind of like a hook shot thing can throw it zap to that location, jump over things, destroy enemies, things like that. But it's really quick and it's really made to like, it looks like it's really made to like beat your best time or have a speed runner contest, or you can play with your friends so you can get through it faster. Um, um, it says it's going to come out this year on steam, Xbox, PlayStation, switch. So pretty oh, nice. much everywhere. Um, it's by two awesome studio at, they're on twitter at, at two awesome studio number two awesome studio yeah um i, I know chris you said you had some uh, talking points on it as well
3: yeah i actually uh hopped on steam because they actually have an open alpha beta to play oh. so go grab that for free and play it it's actually really fun i actually had to plug a controller into my pc to play it to be honest mm-hmm. wasn't a huge fan of that that's just me though um yeah it was really fun and fast paced with with the uh, demo and whatnot you have like that dagger that teleports you places and after you get through like the little initial tutorial of like how to move around and stuff it just drops you straight into the world it's called a uh, neo barcelona mm-hmm. so that's a oh. thing um and you drop in there you have to make it to the end of the level where there's like this little platform while also getting these little gems and stuff Um, But the problem is you only have 30 seconds. That's it. And there's these little like vials that you can pick up as you're going on this run. And you have to hit triangle to add five seconds once you fill up the tube. So like you get like I think five of the little vials that gives you a a singular five second drop. So you can hit triangle get five seconds from that and you have to keep getting them so that you can keep progressing through the level while getting through not getting killed by the little enemies and stuff. It looks fucking gorgeous. The music mm-hmm. is insanely good. Yeah, I'm very confused too because they only have like a thousand followers on Twitter. For this I, game.
2: I stumbled onto them a while ago on Twitter, and ever maybe like last year, and ever since I've just been like staying up to date with it because I loved everything they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, their follower count isn't really big, but that's kind of why I picked them because like yeah, I, I'm in love with how this looks, and I think it needs way more attention than it's getting
1: yeah absolutely i actually loaded up a trailer when you guys mentioned that it, it was one of the options and like you said the music was fucking awesome the, like the pixel art is beautiful and the cyberpunk aesthetic while it's like kind of getting outplayed like everyone's kind of trying to do that cyberpunk aesthetic i feel like this game really nails it and they do a really good job at you know creating their own universe their own world like the backgrounds themselves are beautiful like the cityscapes uh it's it's awesome. And then I was watching the actual gameplay, like throwing the shuriken knife thing and then teleporting to it, you know, the slide that you can do. It seems like they really are like adding these features that make speed running fun, right? Teleporting, sliding, fast movement. I didn't even know about the vial thing and like extending your time. So that's really, that's really cool too.
3: Yeah, and like you can play it with four player co-op as well once the full game comes out, which is insane because mm-hmm. not only is it co-op, Like, you can work together to get the the vials and add more time strategically so that you can get the most out of each run and do what you need to do. But, like, highly recommend testing out this demo on Steam. There's only, like, I think there's only 13 reviews of the game on Steam as well, which was insane to me. I was like, how? How is this a thing that nobody is talking about? Like, Ant sent it to me after I was sending him a couple from Kickstarter, and I was like, hey, these look kind of neat. And I was like, how the fuck do people not know about this game?
2: Hey, yeah. I, I started following a lot of like small indie studios coming up with their own games. There's a lot of talented people out there. That's why yeah. I think it's dope that you guys have this segment. Because I mean, I guess I could have talked about this on our show, but at the same time, I'd kind of rather talk about it here because you guys already have the segment made. Plus, mm-hmm. you're highlighting games like this is so good just for the industry as a whole yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, so that that way people can think outside of their normal box of the games that they play and know that there's people out here really killing it really going like pushing things to the limit on the indie side right
0: and that's and that's that's the whole point so i'm glad you guys found uh, something like this that needs spotlight just giving things and we're a small channel you know but we, you can call us Indie Channel, so we're supporting other indie creators, um, and then you can connect with them, support them. There's pl- so many games uh, and, like, places in the world and people that we have met and interacted with because of this, um, and it's important. And There's a lot of games that we've backed and now played or own or whatever it is that we wouldn't have if we don't do something like this and do, do our research um, and, you know, find... Uh, studios like that
1: so (laughs) for sure i think this actually started because i would see comments on like playstation social media they would be highlighting an indie game and people would just be like dude this art style is like ugly like it's the graphics are awful why would you put this on the playstation 4 at the time playstation 4 when it can handle such better graphics why would you put a game with like nes style graphics it's these people that don't understand that like Pixel art is like an art style. It's not like a it's not like this is the all this is all we can do graphically. We don't have any other technology. It's that, not that, that exactly. It's a stylistic choice. And I think that I was like fed up with seeing all the hate that like these awesome indie games were getting simply because they didn't look like these AAA games. And sometimes it's for the better because it just because it's not super hyper-realistic doesn't mean it's not a great game, you know. Just
2: because it looks like that, like you couldn't put this game on the NES the fucking cartridge would explode like it's no yeah. way <laughs> exactly like like you said it's a choice it's a style it's not a limit it's no limitation to it it's just they put everything they had into this style right exactly
0: yeah. all right so anything else uh, about aeon drive say before quitting
3: boys I highly recommend playing it um i feel bad for ant that he can't play it cuz he's got a mac so he can't get steam uh, it. well,
2: it's coming out this year. I'm just gonna get it on whatever. On
3: your, on your Steam Deck.
2: Oh yeah. See, that's why we I need to. I can't wait to get yeah. a Steam Deck so I can play with play PC with everybody else. Yeah, man. There, there you go.
3: go. All right, very
0: cool. Yeah. Aeon Drive, please check it out and support it. Everybody, we'll put some links in the description for you. Cool. So gentlemen, that's it. That's our podcast. You guys survived an entire episode of Hapticast. And we have to us. go record one. Yeah. And you you have to go record your own. Uh which I know, and we can talk about it more later and definitely off camera, but we will eventually at some point, hopefully very soon, uh be on your guys' podcast as well. Uh right. and keep talking and have more conversations. I hope to do this again with you guys in the future. Um, it's been a long time coming, and it's been a pleasure having you guys on. So this is all just
2: having. a trick to get inside of Haptic Intel so I can get the files and correct. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're going to steal HBOP. You hear right.
1: that? The source code. Right. Yeah. That's yeah right.
3: we, we appreciate it, guys. It's it's a great time. I watch your videos like every fucking week while I'm in my goddamn cubicle. Just toss it on to the side straight up.
1: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah,
3: man.
2: You guys are doing great, great
0: work. Thank you, gentlemen. Of course. Yeah. We appreciate it. So real quickly, why don't you guys just plug in? everything that you want to where can people find you check you out you know all that good stuff
3: all right so you can follow us on twitter instagram tiktok twitch and youtube save the letter b the number for quitting titty
2: t-i-t-t-y yes
3: you can also email us at save before quitting fully spelled out at gmail.com um, we also have merch now which is kind of neat uh, we stumbled upon that by accident Mm-hmm. um so you can check that out on our website say before quitting fully spelled out dot com where you see our twitch and all that stuff and you can look at our nerdy gamer people stuff we have socks there you go so that's the thing
2: that should be our tagline now say for we have socks <laughs>
3: <laughs> um but yeah you can check out all that stuff um we have a community discord that you can find in the link in our social media bios you can join up and talk to the other people that are you know just shooting the shit and talking games we mm-hmm. talk them there for our news stories you can submit your questions there we'll answer it every single week and we come out on Thursdays. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Everywhere.
0: Very cool. So, yeah. Very good. Please check them out, everybody. Uh, hopefully, this is one of many more collaborations to come in the future. Uh, before we end it,
1: Brett, you have anything else you want to say? I want to say thank you guys for coming, I had a great time and like Josh said, i do want to do this again it was it was good having you know usually it's just josh and i shooting the shit so it's good to have outside opinions and and you know banter with you guys too so uh thank you so much for coming and uh being on here yeah thanks Thanks for for having us yeah
3: all
0: right anything else ant christian save before quitting go ahead go ahead instead of do 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 your outro go ahead you you guys wrap it up go ahead do your outro you got I like it like
3: that. Our outro, uh, we just did. Digital. Follow us on the titty. Yeah. Make sure to always save, save before, before quitting. quitting.
1: There you yeah. go.
3: It's great over Zoom. It's, it's terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just we'll sync it up. <laughs> times things like that. Yeah.
3: Save, 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 save. Thank you for watching Hapticast. Please like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you do not miss an upload.
1: Be sure to check out safely for quitting